Due to adult content, parental discretion is advised. To begin. To begin. Are you watching closely? How to start. Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? In life itself, a memoir, Roger E. begins. I was born inside the movie of my life. I was born a poor black child. The visuals were before me. I was born in it, molded by it. The audio surrounded me. The plot unfolded inevitably, but not necessarily. I don't remember how I got into the movie, but it continues to entertain me. First, the frames flicker without connection. We all are born with a certain package. We are who we are. Where we were born, who we were born as, how we were raised. We're kind of stuck inside that person. And the purpose of civilization and growth is to be able to reach out and empathize a little bit with other people. And for me, the movies are like a machine that generates empathy. It lets you understand a little bit more about different hopes, aspirations, dreams, and fears. It helps us to identify with the people who are sharing this journey with us. Here's the deal. Just give me the facts. Just the facts. Only the facts. Breathe. Focus. Keep it simple. No, no, no. No doubt. No doubt. Okay. Welcome to Cock and Bull Minute, a Tristram Shandy story. A podcast in which, eventually, ostensibly, at some point, we will be talking about the 2005 film Tristram Shandy, a cock and bull story, one minute at a time. Good lord, what is this story all about? Cock and bull story. Here's your host, me. Robert Black. Hello, we're here to discuss Group 3, Groundhog Day, and Happy Death Day with Luke Allen, my co-host at Two Minutes About Time. And Luke, you could tell the listeners, well, you've been on the show before, but you can remind them what else you do. Um, I'm a filmmaker and podcaster. I used to host Please Be Seated. Obviously, as Robert said, we now do Two Minutes About Time. I'm 16, and I make short films. Hopefully bigger things eventually, but you can see my stuff at LukeAllen.co.uk, and that's, yeah, that's me. Now, you had seen Groundhog Day before, but you hadn't seen Happy Death Day until this, right? No, and I'd only seen Groundhog Day a few months ago for the first time. Oh, wow. So they're all, they're both pretty fresh, but I watched both of them this weekend. Okay. I I only watched Happy Death Day because I'm, as listeners would already know, I'm fairly familiar with Groundhog Day. Mm. I've seen it a lot. I don't know the exact number. I know it's over 400. (laughs) Does viewing it ever, like feel anything like watching a film now or does it just ha- become something else it's so, no it's something else and it's also really really fast mm. like i've spent so many hours watching the movie that watching it just for an hour and what, 45 minutes i think it is or for, no hour 41 is just like okay well that's in it's over mm. and it, it barely feels like anything i mean i'm already noticing that with uh with like about time even in thinking about it like <laughs> Whereas it was originally quite a nice, long, lengthy film with all these different bits. Yeah, like, once you seem to know it inside out, it feels shorter. Mm-hmm. Like, even when I'm sort of going through... Obviously, we've already recorded all of our episodes, but yeah. when I'm going through what we've got each week and stuff, it's like, well, we got from there to there quickly. Yeah. Like, this week of episodes, you know, you go from just after he's proposed to the wedding, and you've got, like, three, four scenes in between, and it's like, okay, this... 
I mean, it is admittedly a fast film, so it's a little different, but it's, yeah, when we watch, um... Well, that's actually funny to think of About Time as a fast film. Is it? Because one of the complaints, we've read bad reviews on the show. Yes. Sometimes, one of the complaints is that it's, like, nothing happens and it's slow. Because it, really, nothing happens. It barely has a plot. But it does have things... Yeah, but neither does life. (laughs) Exactly. Well, life right now is really slow. (laughs) When I just realized, hey, it's August, I'm like... A month ago, I was on a road trip to Monument Valley. I'm like, wait, that was only a month ago? Yeah. It felt like it was like seven, eight months ago. Well, <laughs> so long. July was so long. Well, my life's doing a bottle episode at the moment, really. <laughs> yeah, most most days, yes. <laughs> Saving on the budget. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, like my sister is obsessed with Les Mis, which yeah. is incidentally one of my new shows. But like with that, we've watched it so many times as a family and watched little bits here and there or sometimes watched the whole thing. That watching the film doesn't feel like watching a film. It feels like something else. Hmm. And the, the one good thing about that is there are some films which if you watched like in the past month or so, you think, I don't want to watch that. I watched that recently. Yeah. When it no longer feels like watching a film, it's not the same, really. It's like listening to a song that you've heard the other week. Well, right. Like Les Mis is a musical, you know. If I listened to the soundtrack, I wouldn't think of it as like a thing I'm doing. I'd probably be doing other stuff. Yeah. And so the movie, when you're familiar with it like that, like it's it can be background material. It, it it's good background material and Yeah. It's like me and my sister love talking about it, like because we both you know, we spot things in the background. We know several of the extras by name. Nice. Now, which is good. I give the extras in Groundhog Day names myself. <laughs> but yeah, it's well A, like the character names, even like minor oh. extras have character names because it's based on a book, a very big book. Yeah. But B, like a lot of the extras in Les Mis are musical theatre people. Mm. So, like, the people who are just, like, a random barricade boy who's got you, like, sings in the chorus may have actually played Jean Valjean or Enjolras in, like, a West End or Broadway production. Oh, right, yeah. So there's times that we've gone to different things on the West End. I've been to West End a few times, but most of the people who are in shows in the West End have got credits for being in Les Mis. Yes. Because, like, every musical theatre person seems to have been in Les Mis. I mean, Simon. We know Simon. He was in Les Mis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they were, they put a, he said they put a call out for people who can't dance or sing, and, it, <laughs> and someone sent it to him and said, I thought of you. So, <laughs> but yeah, so he, he's in Master of the House and a lot of other people. Simon, listeners, is Simon Fisher-Becker, mm. who was on uh, three episodes of Two Minutes About Time. He's been in Doctor Who. He's been in... Harry Potter. Harry Potter, yeah. And yeah, he's in Les Mis. And he was awesome as a guest, too. Yeah, he was, he was good fun. And his books are great. Shout out to Simon Fisher Becker's books. My Dalek has a puncture, and My Dalek has another puncture. He's currently writing, uh, the third book in his autobiography trilogy entitled Let Zygons Be Zygons. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're, they're good books. So there's, there's your little plug, Simon. <laughs> and you didn't have to pay me. Uh, but, but you may. You can, yeah. yeah. You can pay me by appearing in my next film. I don't know, I haven't asked him yet. Maybe cut that. <laughs> yeah, can you maybe. cut that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I, I totally could. <laughs> I've got a lot of good people I want to ask to be in this film, but I haven't asked them yet. Did you finish writing it yet? Nearly. Very okay. nearly. That's I've cast one role so far. Wow. Uh, it's an old lady with like three lines. Because there's this woman who I've never met actually, but who lives really close to me, who's an extra in loads of major films. Ah. And she often plays old women. She's weird because she's not actually that old, but she often plays old women. And I was like, I sent her a message and I was like, would you be up for having three lines? She was like, sure. <laughs> and so 
she's going to be an extra in this. Well, a, a, a supporting cast member in this film. Three lines in a short film is a pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah. It's like a main part. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, with 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 unstable, the guy who's got six lines in the film is on the poster. So, yeah. I guess that doesn't necessarily matter what uh, what's her name, Judy Dench, and won an Oscar, or was up for an Oscar for Shakespeare in Love, and she's only got. Two minutes of screen time or something like that. I forget the number. It's, it's ridiculous. Mm. Did she have a Did she have a with credit on? I believe yeah. so. Yeah. I don't know what when I was doing the end credits for one of our last episodes of Two Minutes About Time, the video one, which you've seen the end credits for. Yeah. I got really excited giving myself a with credit. <laughs> really weird. I was like, I get to be a with. Unless you want to be a with, then I can be the end. No, I like being the end. You like being the end. Yeah, that's cool. And Robert E. G. Black as mm-hmm. Robert E. G. Black. <laughs> Well, for a little while on IMDb, I was Robert Black, uh, 30. As Robert, Robert Black, Triple X. <laughs> Which was great. Yes! I, I, I knew you would have found that funny. I loved that, and then I'm like, but I'd like my initials to be there, because I use them for everything, and then I'm like, oh, but then I won't be Triple X. Oh, no. <laughs> it also felt awesome to write the, to write the words, special thanks to Richard Curtis and Emma Freud. Yeah. Who are awesome. So shout out to Richard Curtis and Emma Freud, if you're listening. Uh, Probably not guest on the show, this, but yes, guest on yeah. this show. <laughs> I, I mean, we were talking. You, we, 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 you were sort of. We were sort of joking. I don't think you were serious about it anyway about getting JP on here. Would you do that? Or I would actually, and then I would. We wouldn't even mention Tristram Shandy. Yeah, yeah, a guy who worked on About Time or worked on Tristram Shandy, and we had him as a guest, and I'm like. I just have to mention that you worked on this thing that I'd never talk about. I did briefly talk about it just a few episodes ago, but it was very brief. But yeah, I think it would be fun for you to, to like introduce him as like the production designer of Tristram Shandy. Uh huh. And then talk about something else he worked on. So talk about every other film you've worked on. Yeah. Yeah. Just go through his other films. Well, he's on, he's on my Facebook friends, so you could just like drop him a message or something. <laughs> I don't know. I think he might be in the cupboard. I'm not sure. I don't remember. I, do I need to explain that or do I just leave that comment? No, that's fine. Leave it. <laughs> I'm sure you'll mention it at the end, and then listeners can put it together. Oh yeah, that's the point. Yeah, and and I, and I oh I gotta remember to invite people to Lemming Drop Studio Tour. I keep wanting to make a commercial for that. Oh, maybe you can help because I have trouble writing it. Oh, I have an idea because I made I I got bored with Facebook groups. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I had a Facebook group for each of my shows, and I'm like, fuck that! I don't want all these. So I made one group that attaches to all my pages, and I'm like, I need a clever name. My thing is Lemming Drop Studio, so I'm like, I live, what, a mile from, uni- no, three, four miles from Universal Studios, where they have the Universal Studios Tour, you know, it's world famous. Uh. So I'm like, it's a Lemming Drop Studio Tour. I'm like, yeah, I found it funny. And then a bunch of people joined it. I'm like, cool, okay, got it. And then I wanted to do a commercial to put in all my podcasts. It's like really generic and cheesy, like, come on down to the Lemming Drop Studio Tour. You'll find it'd be like weird, uh, way too chipper descriptions of my podcasts. It's like Annihilation Minute, where we discuss existential crises and self-destruction. Yeah. But I, I'm really bad at writing positive tones. That that could. Be. When I tried to write it down, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it does sound fun. I'd, I'd be up for that sometime. And uh, you need like generic fairground noises behind you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> But yeah, it sounds sounds good. I was trying to think of like the names for the groups. I haven't thought of a group name for Love Actually yet, and I haven't consulted my co-host on any of this. But I was thinking about um, 
I was thinking about calling the Les Mis group in our crusade, just so we can end each episode with Will You Join in Our Crusade. Ah, see, that's what I did <laughs> we, on the room. Because it was like, yeah. leave your stupid comments in, the, in your pocket. Leave your stupid comments in your pocket. On Facebook. Mm. And the group was called Your Pocket. I, I was always clever with mine, you know. And I, I really liked it. It was Area X. The one I really liked, and no one cared, was for Halloween. It was 44 Lampkin Lane, which is never mentioned in the films. But it is the address of the Myers house. And I'm like, that's the place, go. And no one, hardly anyone joined. And I wasn't good at running a group and like promoting, like, I think continuing conversations. It, was like, it may be the case that only people I've invited to join the cupboard group have joined the cupboard group. Yeah. I'm not certain. But then I do invite a lot of people. The room group, a lot of people joined and then they started posting scam stuff and I'm like, fuck this group. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I saw all of them. Cause I, I, I reported everyone I saw, I think. Yeah. But there was lots. Yes. Um, I haven't done, like, I was tempted to do, like, invite Facebook friends to join, but then I was like, actually, most of my Facebook friends don't care about the show, but they join. That that was what I did, is I literally invited all, I forget how many friends I have on Facebook, 300 and something, all of them to like Lemming, or to join Lemming Drop Studio Tour. And a whole bunch did. I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'd, I'd contemplate it, but I'm also aware that I'd have, I'd then have people join and like the posts, but I'd also know that it wouldn't mean anything, because none of them would listen to the shows. Yeah. Maybe. But if it's got membership, it's more likely for other people to see it and be like, ooh, what's this? That's true. I might do it. I'll do it right now, and then I can give a give a live count during the point of this recording <laughs> as, to, as to how many have joined. Whoever whoever the first is to accept the invitation gets a special shout-out. <laughs> I probably won't do that. Um, let, me, let me think. Suggested friends... Do I have to go through and tick everyone in individually? You gotta tick them individually. I wish it would do select all. Cause you can do that for Facebook page. Yes, for a page you can do the select all, I believe, yeah. But for a group you can't. I don't know what. It's, it's tedious, yeah. Well, I know what I'm gonna be doing while we're talking. I did it with, was it the Unstable Premiere? Or some, some event I had, no, it was when I was in a theatre production. There was a Facebook thing and I invited every one of my contacts. Mm. I was really hoping that like, one of like the, the actors or someone I'd have on my face would be like, hey, I happen to be in Shropshire. I'll come and see this amateur production. Yeah. That wasn't the case. Going back to groups, this show used to have one. It was the Cock and Bull Pub, and I was like, going to make that a thing, get people in to talk about movies. And I even wanted to make shot classes for the uh, Movies by Minutes get-together, which would have been in a couple weeks, actually, in Philadelphia. It's been canceled. It's going to be next year. But now I ain't going to. Now my shot classes, oh, I shouldn't say. Okay. I shouldn't even mention the shot glasses now. It's a spoiler. Well, anyone who listens won't care. They won't tell anyone. I was going to do the, the MXM logo that I did that they use for the MXM hug on Instagram. I was going to put that on shot glasses. Oh, that's cool. And bring them as a freebie. But it'd only be, it'd only be like a hundred of them. So it'd be maybe not, I would hope not enough for whoever shows up that we get more people. It's my aim at some point, like, it's weird, it's become my, one of my biggest ambitions to be able to go to the, to the MXM meeting at some point, but. Yeah. It's, I mean, I've never been to America. Mm. I've only left the UK once. I mean, I guess, if, if, if once I'm 18, I could probably find someone in the Move by Minutes group who wouldn't mind me, like, staying over, and then it's only transport. Yeah, and with the right people, you could, do like an Airbnb with people. That's what some did. In, That's true. In uh, Portland last year, there was like maybe like five or six people got together and got an Airbnb. And if I did, yeah, if I did like well, like three days or something, then yeah, that'd you got to make it enough. worth it. 
And it's Philadelphia, which means it's close enough you could go to like New York if you got an extra day, like a day in it. Ah, well, I would, I would, yeah. It, it would be a couple of years from now, and possibly many and many a year, because I'd imagine my parents wouldn't exactly be straight for, yeah, all right, fly off to America. <laughs> but well, if you're old enough and you have your own money, yeah, then you can. Mm. So, I, I thought I had a college trip because there's a there's a college trip a year into the course, which is probably unlikely that I'm going to be able to afford it. But if I do, it's a trip to New York. Nice. I thought for a mi- for a while that it was California. I'd misread it. Because I was going to find out if I went on the trip as to whether I could just, like, say hi to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, New York's a bit further. Uh, yes. But I I probably won't make the trip. I could drive there, but it would take days. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> expecting you to do that. <laughs> it's, just, it's like you say, I could fly. <laughs> well, I could fly, fly there, here. too, but that would take money. Mm. Also, but yeah, I probably won't go on, go on the trip, but if I do, then... Then I will, and I'll, I'll, that'll be my first taste of America. Yeah, and that's pretty good. Which would be cool, because I'm pretty sure they take you onto like film sets and stuff. If that's what the trip's for, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's for film. Which, which wouldn't it make sense to do California instead for film sets? Or it's probably cheaper to go to New York, and there are production sets and stuff, even permanent ones in New York. So probably just easier. Yeah, there's more options in California, but cheaper to go there. I think what I'll have to do is I'll have to, at the, at the moment lockdown ends, get a job and just start saving. Because knowing trips, like I had a, I, there was a choir tour I never managed to get the money to go on. Because it wasn't just like, we're going to Italy for the for like the tour to perform. It's like, we're going to Italy and here's a five star hotel and like <laughs> ten trips. And it's like, if we were staying in like student accommodation or something, it'd be fine. Yeah. Like if they were just, you know, like a, a little hostel or There's something. some funds to pay for everything. Which, it's fine for those who went and those who went seem to love it, but it's like quite a lot of money for... Like my parents were literally saying, like, it's basically the equivalent of more than the four of... Like our family of four would pay to go on holiday yeah. for one person to go on a week-long choir tour. Yep. At least I've, like, made up for all the tangents that I missed last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've gone a whole episode already, and we didn't even talk about Groundhog Day or Happy Death Day, so I guess we'll get to it next week. <laughs> uh, so, Luke, you want to tell the listeners where they can find you? Are we actually doing this? Yep. Okay. Sure. Um, I'm on Twitter, at Llama underscore Bottle Zero, Instagram, the Ginger Luke, Facebook, Luke Allen Film, all podcasts, radio prints, newspaper articles, short films, anything I'm remotely involved in is at LukeAllen.co.uk. This show is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Two Men's About Time. They can join our Facebook group. Not this show. <laughs> Sorry. Let me let me start again. <laughs> two Minutes About Time is on Facebook at Two Men's About Time. They can join our Facebook group, The Cupboard, to discuss all things to... Hang on, <laughs> let me start again. Two Minutes About Time is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Two Men's About Time. They can join our Facebook group, The Cupboard, to discuss all things to do with About Time and any tangents we have on that show. On top of that, they can find us on IMDb at Two Minutes About Time, and both of us individually on IMDb, Luke Allen, Robert E.G. Black. You search Robert E.G. Black, Robert will be much higher to the top than if you search Luke Allen and get through the other 15. <laughs> but I'm the one that says, I think I can reasonably near the top now, but I'm, I'm the Luke Allen that says direct to the 16th minute. Because for some reason, apparently that's like, I don't know, it, it, there's, there's some sort of order by popularity. Oh, yeah, think, it'd be popularity, and it it's been on long enough that people have searched for it, people have clicked on it. It's going to do better than brand new stuff. Yeah. I was really hoping that Unstable would come first, but it's, I think it goes 16th minute. Two minutes about time isn't anywhere on there yet on my note yeah. for. 16th minute, 
Unstable, Common Denominator, and then a music video I did for Lara Collier. I think it was her song, The Happy Song, that comes... I don't know. I don't know why that music video... I guess that music video is more popular than our podcast. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to that music video if anyone wants to check it out. I filmed it in a day on a camcorder in a park, but it looks quite nice. It's got that sort of 90s music video vibe to it. I even gave it that sort of... The uh, the aspect ratio of 90s TV. Hmm. Uh, mostly because the camera quality just didn't look that good. And I was like, hang on, if I make it... If I pretend that it looks... That it was deliberate, then... Uh, 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 whoops, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> there we go. Insight. Just don't go and comment that no. on the video. Uh, and in addition to what you're about to hear in the outro, come join the uh, Lemmy Drop Studio Tour group on Facebook and discuss movies, not just the ones we talk about on the show or don't talk about as this episode went. But any, I don't care. I got time. I'm in lockdown. I'm a podcaster. <laughs> I try to watch at least one movie a day. Also, 11 of my Facebook friends have joined the cupboard over the course of the Yay! This and on that note, we're out. Cut. Thank you for listening. This has been Cock and Bull Minute, a Tristram Shandy story. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cock Bull Minute. Find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Oh, we, we are doing Grand yeah. Day stuff, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. No, that's how this show goes, is we just start recording, and then every 20 minutes or so, I'll be like, okay, episode's over. And then we keep going. Okay, that works. It's going to be as many episodes as we talk for. That 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 works fine. Because I suddenly had the, the sudden thought: Did I just sit by and sit through a <laughs> sit through a film? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. So next week we'll get someone else to talk about these two movies. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me you built a time machine out of a Mandalorian? Why would you create such an abomination? This is the weapon of a coward. The, uh, it's a past stuff that dreams are made of. Cut. That's a wrap. It's over, Johnny. It's over! Nothing is over! Nothing! You're still here? You just don't turn it off! It's over. Go home. Go.